0: Welcome to another one of the leaderboard interviews here for Geeks Who Like Sports. As always, I'm Ray Carcillo in beautiful Los Angeles, California. to my best friend in over in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And as always, we are thrilled to have the co-creator of the Teenage for Ninja Turtles, a good friend of the show, Kevin Eastman is here. Kevin, how's it
1: going today? So, so glad to be here with you guys again. This is awesome. Appreciate it. That's-
0: we are so thrilled to have you. We we are of course uh, uh, shortly issue four of the last Ronin will be coming out when this with this series we're about ooh, hopefully fingers crossed about a month away from getting the next issue. We're um, we we uh, of course uh, about six weeks after issue three, so we can talk a little bit spoilers here. Spoiler alert! Um, but me and Lee were talking before the show. One of our favorite things so far about this series has been uh, the method- methodical killing of the turtles uh <laughs> in each issue as it's least finding the demise i mean we love the turtles but finding out how each one goes issue by issue of course in issue three was leonardo alongside casey jones uh we want to know what went into the how each turtle went we saw raf go we saw leo leo go it's we pretty much safely can assume donnie is next uh but what went into the uh each turtle's demise in the last ronin um it was it
1: was really um threading and interweaving the story that we wanted to tell in, 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 in the level that so in each passing um, you know because the last Ronin pretty much sums it all up in the title as you know <laughs> obviously um, so we wanted um, you know I wanted each passing of one of our beloved characters to have such a, an important moment in in place in specific stages as the story evolves because you know it's mm-hmm. you start peeling apart the layers and reveal you know as Baxter Stockholm comes in and what he does, like right. especially in issue three and, you know, how Hiroto has sort of come up and then it's very, it's, it's, it's very specifically thought out and, and paced in a way that we want to keep it um, um, respectful and, and, and to, to our beloved heroes and, and uh, we're, you know, it's sad, but we want each of their moments to be as epic because it is sort of, you know, if you think about it, um, my first thought as I dove into the series into what I wanted the series to be is um, it's almost taking place right after issue one, which, you know, the turtles were raised by splinter to, you know, do away with a uh, role the shredder. It was an avenge, It was a revenge story. And, you know, here we are 37 years later and we're completing that story. Um, um, so it's, 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 it's it's a challenge, and it's incredibly stressful, <laughs> It's <laughs> ex- ex- exhilarating, um, and a lot of work. Because um, it's like, uh, um, as I babble on here, it's like I feel like it's um, I'm directing a film in the sense that uh, every set, every background, every character, what everything looks like, I initially draw those, and I work with these, you know, the Scores of Brothers and Ben Bishop and uh, the wonderful Tom Wallace as we put together this whole thing. But it's a, it's a, it's a full on you know, $100 million movie set. So, so <laughs> without the $100 I, I, million, dollars, it's just me over you. there. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: As as the co-creator, right? Like, I mean, and again, I, I would expect nothing less from you from, from doing this the right way. But personally, to, to, I mean, you're essentially burying your children. I mean, what is that like yeah. as a personal journey as a creator uh, to have to write these? And, and again, like totally understand what you're saying about the quality of it. But like, for, as you personally, this has got to be a really weird experience.
1: It is. It's. It's. It's a. It's a weird experience, and it is sort of like, um, you know, it's. It's. It's funny because it go back. It goes back to the original story um, that Peter and I worked on in uh, nineteen eighty seven, and what had happened. We'd gotten to issue eleven, and uh, it was it wrapped up a big storyline. You know, and we were sort of going like, well, where do we go from here? um and so we said well let's let's look at the long game let's look at 30 years down the road where will they be so 1987 it would have been 2017 and so yeah, it was kind of the final story if you will and then we had a point to navigate to and although that original concept never materialized obviously until now um we ended up in the same situation with the idw series is that as tom and idw and and the whole team sort of come out, came up to issue 100 we were looking a year into finishing issue 100 and it was the same thing. I was like, Whoa, where do we go from here? And it was sort of like, I think it's time to sort of set aside all the amazing stuff and everything that we had done and accomplished in that 100 issues and go say into a Dark Knight universe, which is sort of a universe of turtles within its own it wasn't set in the idw universe it wasn't set in any other universe it leans heavily obviously on the mirage universe and that was the the spark and it was uh so the idea that it was going to be um and that's where i came up with the name of um you know being the last Ronin, and certainly michelangelo being the first turtle ever drawn was uh, there was no to me there was no second choice for the, who the last Ronin to be um so but yeah it's it's um trust me it's heartbreaking i, I i'm writing this stuff and i'm laying the stuff out and i'm going like oh geez (laughs) it's it is it pulls on the old heartstrings
0: you know, you mentioned you mentioned the Dark Knight, and it gives me a chance to bring up something that I thought was uh, pretty cool at the very end of issue three, which looked to me to be the the Turtle Tumbler or the Turtle Tank. There, what was that? What was the inspiration for that? With April building this amazing monstrosity of a vehicle, uh, and when can we and when can we find the ad actually in plastic and on toy shelves <laughs> somewhere? Because I trailer. want one now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, whenever I I can't wait. I want one um, for sure. No, it was. Um, and that really harkened back to some of the elements um, that um, Tom and I put in and, and the stuff that I wanted to go into the series were things like, you know, the turtle van was based on issue number three of the turtles where we had April in her VW van. And so mm-hmm. there were certain key elements um, of turtle lore that were p- well past the Mirage universe, if you will. But um, the best part is sort of going into those universes and picking and choosing certain things. And so I felt almost from the beginning that we needed a, you know, a, a turtle van of sorts. And so there's a big moment coming up in, in issue four that we're doing right now, which is obviously that was the setup, um, but we needed that vehicle. And uh, man, where do, you, where, do you see, where do you see it,
2: it's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't wait to see that. You know, um, you know, another question I wanted to ask you about is, is that uh, I've noticed in most of the issues, but specifically this one, there's a lot of commentary about mental health, PTSD, uh, and kind of dealing with past trauma. Was, was there a, an agenda with that? Is it just kind of go with the story? Is that a message you're trying to bring light to?
1: Well, it's, it's, you know, in some ways, yes. And and then, you know, certainly, you know, Tom is, uh, you know, we, we family of veterans, we have veterans in our family and Tom was uh, served in the Marine Corps and and stuff. So there's sort of those issues, but it's sort of um, also leans heavily on, you know, you know, I guess family trauma and drama in that, you know imagine if your whole life centered around um, you were raised to to basically seek revenge on a on a, <laughs> a really bad guy right. and so you know your first 15 years so and then you know assuming as we all look at the whole rest of the tur- turtle turtle um, uh, um, legacy or the stuff that the turtles have been through it's been you know like including karai so it's been a lifelong thing of I don't say Hatfields McCoy's type of thing but it's been this lifelong sort of you know tit for tat and and, and you know it's just this life of never-ending revenge and wantmanship and stuff and so I said I want to go back to issue one and it was that should have ended everything and it didn't and so now this is the chance to sort of have the final word and and, and stop the lineage of uh, um um horror i guess or the, right. or the or this crazy you know um war that's gone on for for forever so uh but there's definitely um those issues because that's traumatic and you know and then right. having michelangelo who suffered the loss of all of his brothers and so on and so on that it's sort of his his mental stability is uh um um and is. uh ongoing you know mutation has progressed and it is it's 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 a thing and it's um it's important is that is definitely part of the message very cool
0: yeah no it uh it definitely you know it it it, it was interesting to see that uh, it is interesting to see Mikey's mutation continue. As you mentioned, we saw April taking vials of blood from him, continuing to experiment on him. As, as that is progressing, uh, it feels like there's something bigger being set up there. But there's also there's also this really interesting parallel between uh, I wanted to bring up uh, April's daughter uh, Casey Marie and and Mikey because uh, when he's talking to the to the ghosts to the shadows of his brothers, they they mention that she's 16. That there's there's a lot of parallels between her and them and kind of similarly she's kind of not grown up to seek revenge but to survive and to will be fighting her too fighting the uh fighting the foot clan her whole life talk about the the, the parallels between these two characters and 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 uh how's that a, that's a key element of this story
1: no it is it's it's really pivotal because it's um i wanted to have a, a character that sort of would, would soften mikey a bit um to exactly what you said it's like going back to when they were younger with his brothers and you know again the the ghosts of his brother being around him to 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 both tom and i as a storytelling mechanism we thought it was important that he has each of their weapons that he carries with them and so he has a spirit and and all that and they uh, and it's sort of his you know uh, mental um, um stability or instability that um he talks with them regularly and it, and it keeps them sort of focused but it was important that um he's a part of the She's, the new blood is part of her past because they've lost, um, you know, Casey, of course, um, and everything else. And so there's, I'm trying to desperately not to give too many spoilers. Um, but <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't do uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Casey Marie was an idea I had for the character from the very beginning is that I wanted um, uh, um, a daughter uh, from, from from Casey and April and, and then um, to carry on you know, to, to whatever may come next. Um, if she survives the story,
2: you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I did <laughs> love, what I did love in this, in this epi- this edition was Mikey having to deal with the kid, because we, we all know him as the kid, right? So it was just super fun to watch him have to deal with that and, you know, but like grow up and <laughs> I really had fun with that commentary. You know, uh, Kevin, cause I know we're running short on time. I want to yeah. tell you, all right, before we have one sports question for you, sure i always see you giving stuff away but as a friend of the show scoring the hat trick today you have one sir your first geeks who like sports t-shirt and mug and if as a ghostbusters reference it's balloon for the kids but yes this is coming your way because you've been on the show three times i want you to know that so golf clap <laughs> um and then Thank right, you. If, if i may ask the sports question we, we know you're fan of New England. Yeah. uh yep. we know fan of New England. last time we spoke uh, i believe the football season was getting underway so we need your quick thoughts on tom brady and the bucks and then uh New England Patriots, uh, reselling the quarterback another year. Your thoughts? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, it's like, you know, the, the thing, um, um, you know, I, I will say like the thing with the Patriots, it was like, you know, growing up in New England, um, my whole life we had, you know, our, our Celtics, our, our, our Bruins, our Red Sox, uh, um, and our Patriots. And, you know, we had all those years of uh, the Patriots really not, doing well (laughs) (laughs) so we we suffered through some of the uh you know the the bad times and so when mr brady came along and um did such a fantastic job um and 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 did all the amazing things and i and i think it was a good time for him to um make the break that he did for all the reasons they did going to the bucks and then doing what they did um and even you know because our son shane is um he's a patriots fan because dad is and 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 you know we are um and a lot of his friends will tease him. They go oh, like, "Oh, you're just jumping on the bandwagon." It's like, "No, my dad was a Patriots fan his whole life, so I am too." And so we watched Gronkowski go with him, and we—I think he's got a an Edelman shirt is on his wall in his bedroom and stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, we're we're you know hopeful for every season. Um, I'm still a Patriots fan. Um, you know, kudos to Tom Brady and everything he's accomplished for his career, not only for the Patriots but for uh, you know himself and the sport. Um, but yeah, we're still hopefully the Patriots will have a good season uh, this year. So
2: Ray, nice Boston fans do exist, Ray. You see, I told you. Yes. You
0: said that there's not nice Boston fans. It's just my experience with Boston fans is a mixed bag. So, but obviously Kevin's on the good side. So uh, before before I let you go, I would be remiss if I did not ask you a, a video game question. We've had a, a lot of turtle announcements with yes. video games yes. this year. So we have to ask you uh, two things. First off, Uh, Shredder's Revenge which is continuing the old side scrollers based on the the late 80s early 90s from the arcades and just recently yesterday Nickelodeon announced what they're calling their all star brawl which is kind of like a smash brothers mix up and it has Leo and uh, Mikey in it. Uh, Okay, so first question is does anybody else in the Nickelodeon verse stand a chance against Leo and Mikey? Like really Helga <laughs> from Hey Arnold is going to be taking on ninja, nin, ninjutsu masters. Like it feels like there's an unfair advantage there. Am I incorrect in that assumption? Like,
1: no, I, I, would lean towards your, your call on that one. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I am excited for the new, uh, for the new, uh, um, the Shredders new, tactical, ranked, yeah. you call because that was like because it takes me back. I love the oh, yeah, the arcade game was always one of my favorites when that mm-hmm. came out, and you could play with so many mates, and, and it was yeah. easier to play than the um, the first Nintendo game. So, yeah, uh, but no, bit. I, I, yeah. um, look forward to the new games, and I, and, and hopefully that, um, um, with the popularity of Last Ronin, maybe we'll see a Last Ronin one, but that, I don't know. I think like everybody dies in that, so I guess everybody dies in video games eventually, anyway. So maybe
2: I'd play that. it. I'd play it. I'm gonna play this one with my son. I'd play that one probably by myself, but the the, the side school with my son. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, Treasure's <laughs>
0: Revenge for everyone is for everyone a Last Ronin game though. It's a single player game. You just have to play as Mikey, right? So that would that's. That's the thing, so, but no, that's that's, uh, fantastic to hear. Kevin, we know you're pressed for time. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to talk to us about Last Ronin and about Turtles in general. Uh, As always, you're more than welcome back on the show whenever you feel like it. We we could talk Turtles all day with you if you let us. Uh, appreciate
1: so, it. Uh, great to talk to you guys again and yeah you know, let's circle back after issue five comes down let me know how i did absolutely uh, so <laughs> we, we owe you a cheesesteak no matter what
2: so that's fine by me
0: that's right when when the cons start back up again next year we will meet up with you and we will get cheesesteaks and and and, be, and alcoholic beverages and <laughs> we will chill and talk about turtles so it'll be oh, yeah. it'll be a good time i look forward to that very much awesome kevin good thank there, kevin. you again so much for your time this Thanks. has been the leaderboard interviews with kevin eastman and we are the geeks who like sports we'll see you next time